Howdy, howdy. What's <laughs> What's going on, Hi. everyone? Welcome back. We have a special episode for you guys today. We have the one and only Diamante Perez. Manteca. Mont Dick. All that. Mont Cock. <laughs> <sighs> Man, who hasn't opened their beer? You guys ready for this? Oh, what a beautiful sound. Did it sound nice, Summer? What? Did it sound nice? No, I really uh, didn't. Really? No, I didn't really hear it. Damn it, Omar. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to do the slurp again. Do the slurp on the mic. I did. God, I almost choked on ASMR. It. ASMR. <laughs> What's up, everyone? <sighs> um, yeah, Ma- <laughs> Monta's me. in town. He shot me a message. He's like, hey. If you want me on the pod, I'm willing to do it. But he's like, you got to pull some funds out. And I was like, fuck. We made it happen, and he's here. It, it co- took us a 18 it Ultra, did. so that worked. Took us wine, dine, and some brews, and he's here. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, summer? Chilling. That's good, that's good. I'm alive. Hey, you're alive. Your your heart's beating. That's all that matters. Well, this pod happened really last second, and we're like, "Fuck it, let's throw it together, throw a little interview." Because Lewis and Summer still haven't met him, so I thought it'd be good to have him on. Be sort of sober because the last time you were on, we were kind of faded already. Yeah, we so we're a little faded. It wasn't the the questions weren't all there <laughs> <laughs> for real. But I know. Both of them are into music. If you don't know, now you know Art uh, Monte is an artist. He is a successful artist. I'm coming into what kind of genre would you say you'd be in? Um, region, regional Mexicana, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a nice little inside scoop for everyone that's listening. Um, I don't know how many people you guys listen to a podcast with artists on them, but now we have a hometown hero here. You. No, you. No, no <laughs> you. No. Another you Kansas a night. We're yeah. all the same. We're all the same. How you feeling, bro? I feel great. How how do you like feel this feeling compared to last time? Um I feel like now that I'm with the full like squad, like it just feels a little bit more official, you know, mm-hmm. to be with you guys, yeah. Yeah, cuz that last one was really just thrown together. It was like piddle fiddle, you know? Yeah. It's like let's drink some beers and tell and a lie. Mike was there all weird and <laughs> Dan was there. My brother, my other brother showed yeah, up too. Yeah. It was like a family meet and greet. Or yeah, something. you brought your whole family. <laughs> um. So, being an artist, you already have a few songs out. Do you already have an album out? Yep, I have one. I have one album, one EP, and like four singles. Mm-hmm. And you're working on the second album right yeah. now, right? Second album is done. Oh, done. Yeah, we're done. I'm already working on my third. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, second album's done. Just waiting for distribution, basically. And what's the date? We're shooting for March. But there's a lot that goes into play. So we we can say March. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're trying to plan on. But it probably, I wouldn't doubt it if it was pushed to the next following month. Mm. It's just the way it is sometimes. Are you more of like a drop the music and then do music videos? Or drop the music videos at the same time. Um, I wouldn't mind it because like it's kind of hard too because you gotta like 
per, like kind of guess which song is going to do the best or which song everybody likes the best that's in your, I guess, on your team. And then you guys would be like, okay, we're going to shoot a video to this and to this. But sometimes a song may catch you off guard and it's like, it does better than all the songs that you did and you didn't make a video to it. So uh, okay. you make a video after. Do you ever have a favorite song that you think is like going to be it, but... Yeah, my last oh, one of my last songs. It's called um, "En Mi Copa," dude. I like that song so much. I thought I was gonna do so well. I was so happy and mm-hmm. excited to release it, and it did terrible. I mean, really? Yeah. Why do you think it did terrible though? Uh, do you think it'd be marketing? I don't know, honestly, because a good song will sell itself, but sometimes it's just not so right away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it, there's songs that blow up like years and years after its release, so. In a sense, it's kind of like maybe it was just the wrong time, you know. Good song, wrong time. You watch Stranger Things, right? No, you didn't. No. Oh, okay. Well, you wouldn't. Oh, okay. So, do you guys watch Stranger Things? No. No. Damn. Well, do you remember that eighty song that came back from that dog face? Whenever he was writing the scoot. The no, 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 that one too. Yeah, that one. That's a good example. You know, those dropped what nineties, eighties. Yeah, and, and then they just, blew up what two years ago. Yeah. Do you think that would happen with yours? I don't know, maybe. I mean, even to this day, I still think it's one of my, my best songs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's not up to me, though. That's the thing, you know? What I like is not what everybody else likes. Mm-hmm. And I don't initially make music for everybody. It's kind of just like you just express how you feel or you're telling a story. And just some people might relate more to that story than the others. Have you ever had a song? Because you hear a lot of these rappers... Where they talk about shit, but they haven't been about, like, that sort of life. Yeah. Have you ever made a song like that where it's just a completely made-up story? Um, Roll. I have a song called Roll, and it's about That's smoking so weed. <laughs> yeah. I don't smoke weed at all, <laughs> but yeah, I... You had like, a double cup in that one, too, right? And even even the other song, um, En Mi Copa, yeah. it's about lean. I don't do lean, but it was more about, like... I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing that you make songs for people around you it's like things that you experience right Mm -hmm. like you have a lot of friends that may smoke and stuff and so you kind of made the song for them you know like Mm -hmm. just to fit that vibe or maybe how you feel and what you see in your perspective of things and you just make a song out of it i mean that happens a lot though and not just with like that kind of stuff it could just be let's say we're seeing somebody go through a breakup or something and Mm -hmm. you make the song based off your perspective of things you know and yeah, so a lot of different ways to go about writing for sure. And how did Roll do? It didn't do bad, but it didn't do great. Compared to 42? Oh my gosh, not even close. Okay. Because that one's like. No, you- yeah, 1942 is going to be like. I'm going to have to really try to one up myself on that one. Which is hard because 1942 is like. I mean, it's mine, right? It's mine, but I feel like it's really not my style still. Mm-hmm. But it is, obviously, because I made it. And I have a couple songs that are kind of like the same. But at the same time, it just like recently, it hasn't been me. Like, I haven't been feeling too 1942-y. (laughs) Like, my other songs are just so different. So it's kind of like, dude, how do I make my way around back? Or, like, make songs that are kind of like like that and then still make other songs for other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? More for ambiente type stuff. Yeah, like, you want to make ambiente music, but then again... You want to like express how you feel. Maybe you're ha- feeling really happy and in love, or maybe you're feeling really sad. So you want to make those songs too. You mm-hmm. can't get caught up in just one section. That's hard. 
You don't think you can mix both of them? But see, like my my next album, it's a good mixture of everything. Mm-hmm. So there's even uh, songs. I wanted to make a song strictly about smoking with your girl. Because I feel like a lot of people mm. smoke with their girl, right? Oh, yeah. And to me, like, I always thought it was so cool. Like, whenever you would see, like, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, they come all, like, you know, they're all fucking lit. And you're just like, dang, that's yeah, that's cool. That's a vibe. Yeah, it seems like they're having a blast and stuff. So I made a song in, like, my perspective of how things look on that way. What's the name of that one? That song's called Sativa. That one's really cool. I really like that song. Mm. So that one's for the stoners, for for sure. So you'd say, you said it was a mix. So you have ambiente, sad, happy on all? Yep, I have sad songs, happy songs, just ambiente songs. Yeah, a good mixture of everything. And when you put the album together, did you make it where each song is like all one story? Or are they just different timelines, I guess you could say? Because it took me like two, well... I started writing these songs right after my first album, which I released in 2021, I think, or 20. I don't even remember. So it's been like two, almost three years since mm-hmm. that album. So I had, like, I've had so much music that I've written. And so basically when it came down to it, I don't want to have like a too big of an album. So I just put my favorite like songs, like 10 or 11 songs that I thought would fit bien together. And mm-hmm. then that, so that's what I have for this one. So I still have a lot of songs that I could put on my next one if I felt like it fit the vibe, I guess. It's, that's a good question for Summer because we've, we've talked about it before about what makes a good album mm-hmm. and music, the amount of music in an album is, yeah. is I, we feel like is one of the bigger things, right? Yeah, I feel like if you have too many songs, bro, and, and, and maybe the songs that you put at the beginning aren't it, not many people are going to listen and keep like it entertained and it keep that attention span to listen to the whole 20 songs if they have 20 songs especially if you do a deluxe because it'll yeah. be like they heard the album and like oh this shit was mid yeah if you drop a deluxe you're like it's gonna be more mid shit yeah yeah no would you do a deluxe no probably not because <laughs> you you've been showing me music and you have mm-hmm. a cock ton of music <laughs> cock ton <laughs> no but i mean i write a lot so and i record at home so anytime i write a song i mean it's straight straight to work so mm-hmm Nah, I don't. I don't think I would release too long of an album. Me personally, I don't think that's good. How? Yeah. How lucky are you to have twenty great songs in an album? To me, twenty songs in an album is pretty crazy. And then for all those songs to be bangers, I mean, God. Has you, there been an album like that? I also was about to say. I feel like that's kind of rare to see. I personally haven't. Yeah. Summer. What? A good album with twenty. With twenty, but where yeah. all the songs are. every last yeah. song is an album. Like you could 20. listen to all these songs like <laughs> yeah. straight through, like no mm-hmm. skips. No, not twenty. You think it's possible though? For twenty? Yeah. No, that's hard, dude. If somebody's done that, or is that's, I'm sure it's gonna happen someday. But yeah, shout out to whoever that is because they're literally gonna have to put all their best work into one basket and just be like, this is this is it. Do you think MJ would have made? A solid twenty album? No. You're not even him? Because no. I meet for me, even though I'm not like you know, this involved in the music culture, I feel like he could be <clears throat> one of the, you know, what would you say, uh one of the artists that could do it. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of bangers, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about a f- a full twenty song album though. Um I knew he was a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. 
and there's no way that a perfectionist could come out with an album with 20 songs. It's just... I, uh, that makes sense. I, I feel like eventually yeah. you just get bored of that sound. Like, even if, yeah. I mean, that's just me, though. I don't know. Mm. It's hard. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist when it comes to... Ooh, my first album, no. My first album was kind of bad. Honestly, it's really cringy for me to listen to, but this second album, I was a perfectionist for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, usually I would go through rough drafts. So, like, the song in Viano that I showed you today, I went through that song. Like, I've had, like, five or six different versions before I finally made, like, the Mm. version that I really liked the most that I got mixed and mastered. And it goes through that with every single song. So, if we got ten songs, we have, fuck, we have, like, almost a hundred different versions of of these songs. Before you finally pick one, you're like, dude, yeah, this this one's going to work. Do you think you can ever go too far? In uh, remastering? Maybe. Because I know, like, for house music, there's a lot more, like, sounds that go into it Mm -hmm. compared to, like, your music. Mm -hmm. And there's this DJ I was following. He dropped, he was previewing this song early last year. And he barely dropped it, I think, in December. Maybe in Mm -hmm. January. But he would go on live and he'd mix it in and he'd be like, oh, this is a song that is in the works with two other artists. And it was solid. Next thing you know, another rendition. Mm-hmm. I ended up hearing five different renditions over the year and I think he did more. But when he finally dropped the song, I feel like it was just way too much extra shit that yeah. he threw in there. And he just kind of amplified a bunch of other sounds yeah. and it just sounded kind of messy to me. Yeah. Do you think you can prevent uh-huh. that? I don't know. I mean, yeah, because, well, like, whenever you go and writing a sp- or making a song with all the instruments and stuff, you kind of have to know your limits. <clears throat> like, if it's a sweet song, you're not going to go crazy mm-hmm. on all the instruments trying to play a bunch of crazy, intricate stuff. Um, you want to make the song, the music of the song, try to go with the words. So, whenever you go through versions, like, for me, if I go through versions, it's more of, I kind of start off crazier, and then I start really picking things apart like oh maybe i put too much here or there wasn't enough here um just trying to get a cleaner sound more put together sound yeah like what about the waves remember what are those wave things you're showing me oh on the guitar yeah what are those called like a bravado of strings but like i feel like i don't really do that when i record yeah but what i was saying is like what if you know there's a possibility of you adding too much bravados yeah it's like oh yeah no you can definitely add too much but I kind of feel like you go through the process of sending those songs to people, and then they're like, eh, I think you should, you know, redo this, or I don't yeah. really like this part. And everybody's different, right? Some people might think it sounds great. Some other people might say no. So you kind of got to take everything into consideration. And sometimes you're like, eh, like, th- I agree. Like, thank you for your, you know, mm-hmm. for your input and stuff, but I am think I'm going to keep it this way. Because there's some people that may not even like that music at all and you listen to them and you can possibly ruin your song based off of one person's yeah you know idea or whatever so you kind of got to know what's best for you and just follow what what you feel is best and so if you feel like their criticism's best for the song then you know take it i feel like where i t- where i would see someone mess up on bravados mm-hmm. I keep forgetting the word do you guys ever play guitar hero yeah, yeah. And you know when you hit those long notes and you had the stick and you mm-hmm. do the waves? That's kind of like what a bravado is yeah. in a sense, yeah. right? And in Guitar Hero, the more you do bravados, 
the more fucking points you get. So if you bring it to like an artist, they'll be like, oh, the more bravado is the more hype or the like more the, sick it sounds. Like the whammy bar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like know. they could get carried away with that. I don't, I don't. You don't really hear too many bravados whenever you're playing guitar, though. Like mm-hmm. uh, this style of music. Like I don't know why I do it. Honestly, I don't. I don't know if I it's like just like I'm messing flare, around too much. But yeah, I get too excited probably, so it just comes out naturally. But it's a bravado is more of a an expression whenever you sing mm-hmm. and you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I get what you mean. So. I no, I get it's, it. That waveform is can sound strange on the guitar. It might sound like, like I told you, SpongeBob. Because <laughs> yeah. in his theme songs, there's a lot of, it's a lot of waviness yeah. in the guitar. I know you're doing that yesterday. You're you're playing one of the theme songs, yeah. and then you just went into a different song. <laughs> Sounds kind of similar. So, so you have a group of people that you'll sort of like ask for advice before putting a song out. But see, because también, like, you, you show, like, I show my manager, right? And so she's pretty honest. I mean, I feel like if she likes a song, she'll say so. And if she's not really liking it too much, she would just be like, you know. That's what I was going to say. You, like, I feel like people, some people like to hear that what they're making yeah. is, like, the best. Yeah. But what an artist really needs is someone that's going to be honest yeah, with them. for sure. Because I know I've had songs that. Like the song Quédate Conmigo, you should hear the first the first draft of that song. It was so awful. And I don't even know if I realized it at the time. But now that I listen to it now, I'm like, dude, thank God that I had people around me that were like, that's not it. Because if I would have released that song, yeah, it would have been pretty bad. Nothing would have happened for sure. And that was a song to like change everything. Like, Honestly, it's kind of funny to say, but it did change my life. Like, that's one song changed my life. So if I wouldn't have made the final version, then, yeah, things would have been very different. In what way? Like, your success or? But that song was what, like, led me to meet my manager now. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the people that I made music with for a couple years after that, you know what I mean? And we made all kinds of music. I grew so much musically, even writing-wise, just everything. So, that song was just like the foundation of everything, for sure. Would you have tried to go independent? Like without a label? Yeah. I mean, it's... I know that it's the harder route. It is the harder route, and for some people it works, right? Like some people just blow up, and they're able to do that independent stuff for the mm-hmm. most part. Like I feel like you still need a team, and a lot of those independent artists still end up working with bigger distributors to distribute their music. Yeah. Like, for example, Bad Bunnies not like he's an independent artist mm-hmm. but he still works with bigger distributors you know he still has bigger teams and things like that that work for him so i feel like it's really especially the bigger you get it's like going to be harder to do all that work by yourself honestly like near impossible so i don't mind working with with somebody cuz she does you know her job and i do mine so for me it works out really well but like i said good music is going to sell itself so you know, some people that they don't need it. They don't need to be with a. They might bl- have a song like blow up like crazy, and the connections find him, and mm-hmm. he can navigate that way. Like Bad Bunny, <coughs> it's like perfect example. I know there's one artist. I think he was in the rap, but they were independent. But he thought that this one song he did was so good, and it wasn't getting the traction it deserved. Mm-hmm. He signed just that one song over, mm-hmm. so for them to push it. Yeah. So he. He limited himself so he wouldn't lose, you know, all his shit. 
I feel like it was Baby No Money. He signed over just one song? I think now he's like on the label, but yeah. I don't no, know if it was him or not. He's still independent? Well, you could do distribution deals too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean I'm looking to do distribution deals with bigger bigger. Um, yeah, that's what I meant, the distribution. Yeah, that could be really good for you if you play your cards right. But it's also a gamble too because let's say, like for now, if I sign a distribution deal – and it ends up being my most successful year, and I undercut myself, you mm-hmm. know? Like, maybe I thought, like, oh, my album's going to do okay. Um, and they they decided, like, we'll do a one-album distribution deal. So they pay you a certain amount, and then let's say your album blows up like crazy. Like, you only get that certain amount yeah. that you, you know, got, and the rest is it's kind of a gamble. Um, That's what we are talking about the other day, about uh, labels, you know, you could sign over... We were talking about one album mm-hmm. compared to like a three to five. Yeah. And you could either fall off in that one or you blow up, but you're still stuck in a certain way because yeah, they you got signed you over for five, five albums. And think about the growth in five albums. Like, yeah, especially five is a everything's lot. like That's going better, like as time goes on. And you you're undercut fucked. yourself so much because at that one point you really needed that money or wanted that money. So you kind of really have to know your worth. Even if you're, like, not doing well financially, you... You just have to stick it out, no? Yeah, you got to stick it out if that's if that's what you feel is best. Or you could sign a smaller distribution deal with not too many albums. That's, that's what I feel like the labels know that they can get away with. Like, mm-hmm. they'll see a young kid, uh, you know, he's popping, he has these songs coming out, but... And they see that he's like going through hardships, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe he didn't grow up having anything, and so they offer him like yeah. this big bag for five albums. Like that's ridiculous. Five and albums. He blows up more than what that what they signed exactly. For. Yeah. So yeah, you got to be careful <clears throat> for sure. Who got fucked like that? <laughs> Who Everybody. Yeah, I feel like, like a lot of them have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Somebody offered you. Five million dollars for yeah, right, five l- like if right now someone offered you five million dollars for ten seasons of this podcast, <laughs> I'd right? say over my ass right now. Bro. I don't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of hard because it is a gamble. Because mm-hmm. you never know; it could be your second album, nobody's listening, and maybe the rest of your albums are ass and nobody's listening, but you still made that dollar. Goddamn! And it can happen to anyone, right? Because yeah, that's oh, what happened to. Sure. Uh, uh, Drake with Young Money, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I think it was a similar situation where him and Lil Wayne weren't getting paid, yeah, because oh. they signed like these long ass deals, long ass short money, yeah. And that's Drake. Like, look at him now. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I have a what question. Uh, so, like, you were mentioning Drake and uh, him being with Young Money, and now he has his own label and stuff. What do you think is stopping? really big artists who have the the means to be able to have a team back them, why do you think they decide to stay signed to labels instead of just going independent when independent when they could possibly still be just as successful if they didn't have a label backing them? That's a good question. That's hard for sure. Probably because a lot of them don't know what the fuck they're doing. Nah, but... Maybe some people... I mean, you could always hire a team, though. You could always hire somebody who knew knew what they were doing. No, yeah, but I feel like they have conversations with the with their label where it's like, oh, well, we have the best of the best. Yeah. If you got to go do your own, you're not going to have what we have. 
But it might come to a point también where it's not about the money anymore. Like mm-hmm. they've made so much money that they just want somebody who can give them that exposure. Yeah. And a lot of those companies are, especially the big ones, especially for hip hop music, bro. They're like powerhouses. They control everything. So if they don't want you to be popping, same thing like six nine. Like you know what I mean? He's not on the radio or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Or he his music doesn't pop up on YouTube like anymore. Like you have to go through and look for him on Apple and Spotify. They control so much. That they can, if they wanted somebody to be a headliner, they, they can make that person a headliner. So I think it's probably that. That's where the term. Uh, the industry plant. The industry plants come from, yeah. yeah. Where someone will just pop up out of nowhere. And it's because of that, because they have the backing from. Yeah. I feel like there should be Atlanta, another word. Huge where there's like. Industry plant sounds bad. It, it does. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it does sound bad, yeah. And th- some of those people deserve it, for sure. Like, they deserve to be there. Like, they are really like good who? artists and stuff. Um, let's say I've heard that they would say like Jack Harlow is an industry plant and I don't think he makes bad music. I've heard that too, but I don't think I don't so. Think he's an industry. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like they just said that cause he's white. I don't know. Maybe, but, but there's other artists that they've said that about. Well, you know it's because I mean? people like, I think you told me that Dan had told you about Jack Harlow yeah. like a year or two before he blew up. Mm-hmm. So people don't hear about him. Next thing you know, he's, you know. Uh, on the radio and shit And so they feel like If you didn't know Who Jack Harlow was before You'd think like Oh this guy just blew up Out of nowhere yeah. He's an industry plant yeah. But no like These guys are working But like, what is an industry years plant before Per that. se Exactly Like somebody that they Put on a front line yeah, yeah, uh, Because to me An industry plant Would be like They pick somebody right To To make a certain music That they know The radio would like the most So that people would like the most Not more of their expressions But they have so many statistics and analytics on what people like and what's going to blow up better than other songs that they would make that one person seeing all those just to create more revenue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that because um, I feel like a lot of the big artists, their music starts to go stale, sort of bad, once you can tell that they're making songs specifically for the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like that Drake song, the, the Tootsie Slide. Yeah, like I mean, that was horrible. That song was horrible, but it was obviously he obviously made that song so he could pop off on TikTok, yeah, yeah. and they could make dances for it. Did it? Yeah, yeah, it did. Well, it it did, but well, not the way he probably would. Celebrities doing the fucking dance and stuff, but, but sometimes I mean it's it's unfortunate, but sometimes you got to go that way to stay relevant. Yeah, and it's kind of like, are you too prideful to try to do things to stay relevant or not? Because if you're too prideful and you don't do these things. Then what if you do fall off when all you had to do was make one cringy per se song to stay relevant and then people might listen to your next uh, song that comes out and stuff. But it's different for Drake because he can get away with it, right? Because yeah. he's this huge guy. But like if Monte <laughs> were to make one where it's obviously clowned, yeah, for sure. not something that he, you know he would make, but he's trying to make yeah, it yeah. just so it can like pop off on TikTok or whatever, you know. So I don't maybe, think that's something he can get away with. Maybe. Um, if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you make songs, sometimes you might think like. How would this sound as an Instagram caption? You know, whenever you're writing or like how how will it connect? How can people use this? Because a lot of people love to like um, tweet like the letter of songs and things like that or put it on TikTok and Instagram. Drake is the king of that. He's so, yeah, like how can you make how captions. can you make or write things that. That are really going to speak to people where they actually want to like write it themselves, yeah, or they feel like it's pertained to them. Like there's a song in Spanish that blew up 
just because one line. And it says like, una buena, una buena dama preferida, una güerita. Out of the whole song, nobody really listened to the rest of that, it seemed like. But that little clip went viral on TikTok and that blew them up. What song is that? It's by these guys called Los, Buen- Los Nuevos Originales. They're from Austin. I know them. They're really cool. They're really good musicians too. But that song blew them up off that one line. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I've heard it. Yeah. It was super, it's still pretty viral on TikTok. I always hear, see it. Mexican girls that are guaritas are always posting videos mm-hmm. of yeah, pictures and stuff. I'm like, dude, that's you so crazy. You go to crazy. the sound on TikTok and it's just a bunch yeah. of white girls. Yeah. So how do you feel about, since we're on the subject of TikTok, like artists who get on TikTok and they the way they market themselves is like, oh, I think I found the song of the summer or mm. I found the new breakup anthem. Like, just trying to put themselves in that box, like, already. Like, I think it's where nobody, I mean, I can't really say to anything negative because I'm still, I'm there too, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not relevant. So, like, how do we stay relevant or how do we make ourselves relevant? And a lot of people blow up that way. They're like, hey, I got this song, whatever, whatever. Um, and that ends up being the song that makes them, you know? Mm. So... I think it comes back to the pride thing or like you can't really care too much about what people are going to think or say because that'll hold you back a lot, especially that per se cringy video may make them uh, famous or whatever or successful. I didn't get to say it earlier. We moved on, but on the topic of industry plants, you guys know who baby goth is? No, no. Good. So, Oh wait, I think I've heard of this person before. So she, this was like, this was pre-pandemic, but this was like during Lil Xan and all them, right? So that, what was that, Soundcloud, 2017? Soundcloud era, yeah. 17, 18? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess she was making music on her own, and a label founder that was affiliated with Trippy Red, I don't know what label that is, I like Universal or some shit. Anyways, they found her. And they liked her music, so they, autom- they just threw this offer at her. And they gave her one album, and then they gave her these crazy-ass features with known artists like Trippy. So they dropped this song with, like, Wiz. They dropped one song with Wiz and then a separate song with Trippy on that album. And people were started calling her an industry plant because no one had heard of her because she was so underground, underground, I guess. But... That label came through her and these famous artists already and, like, didn't really do, like, a solo project, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody started coming at her. And she she had claimed, you know, I struggle with depression, anxiety. And that that pushed her away from music because people were coming at her saying, oh, well, where the fuck did you come from? Next thing you know, it's a month later and you're on a song with Trippy Red. And Trippy Red was kind of popping at this time. So... No, no, I feel bad for her because she said she found she saw a she signed a bad deal, mm-hmm. and she just wanted to get out of it. And I, she, I think she said this year is when she's finally out of it. She's gonna finally drop music on her own. Yeah. What about like Lil Nas X? <clears throat> it's crazy. Lil Nas X. Yeah. I, I feel like he's himself. I don't yeah. think he's a plant. I think he just had this crazy song. That like blew the Which fuck was up it? the Old Town Rodeo. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Billy Ray Cyrus got on it, and it, like, it, and it blew remixes. up even more. Yeah, like even crazy. K-pop that's, did that's a remix. Hard. They had the Yodo Kid on that bitch with, with Young Thug on there. Young Thug was on there. 
so Free thugger, man. <laughs> what is so? I think we should. Well, I don't think we should, but like finding a different word because, like, there there's a difference between someone who had, has no background in music whatsoever, and then a label puts money behind them and decides to like push them out to the masses and give them all this backing. Compared to like someone who like Jack Harlow was like he been out for a while, and then he started popping, and the label sees that he's popping, mm-hmm. and so they start to push him more. Not necessarily like yeah him him being an industry plant. Yeah, that, that's why I don't agree with him being an industry plant. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think he's. A what about because I feel like to me that would kind of end up falling into nepotism then, like Coyle Ray. Oh well, yeah, but she's a nepotism. Who, baby. Who's her yeah. Who's her dad? Benzino. Um, yeah, Benzino. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why did I think it was? Oh, never mind. That's uh, Rashida Jones. She, her dad is uh, Quincy Jones. Yes, Quincy <laughs> Jones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her dad's She's Quincy Jones. She's definitely a baby. Taylor like Ray, you know she. Did you guys hear players? Is Where that the sa- one that's been sampled on? That's they that remixed that it on TikTok. Yeah, where she sampled that. Uh, fuck, how does it go? It's not the original beat. Isn't good. well, she sampled what? Is it? Oh, what is the name of that fucking song? You know, you know it. Come on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You what got is the name it. You of that got song? it. I'm about to pull fucking, it up. You're oh, running out of time. Of, wait, 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 wait. Fuck. I I, th- I think it was a Dr. Dre sample too. Like he he no, sampled it. It was an Ice Cube sample, but I'm trying to think of the original to yeah. that because it's a sample of a sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of it, but it was a really cool you song. You want to hear it? Uh, do you Fuck. know what song it is? No. I know, I know it when I, I hear go. it. It's this one. Damn. I don't yep. like it. Ah, uh, bro, what is the name of the fucking band? I mean, the group. Yo, here, I'll get that when the beat drops. The song reminds me of... Uh, Vice City. <laughs> of Vice City. That's the strip bro. Going crazy. It reminds me of San Andreas. <laughs> you just no, that's the, the one. That's the yeah, one, San, San Andreas. Andreas. The yeah. fucking message. It's called The Message, and it's, fuck, it's, it's called The Message by Grandmaster Damn. Flash and the Furious Five. That's Getting help, bro, by it. picking somebody up and oh taking them to the bush, bro. God. To the bush? When you get the... Sh- the, <laughs> <laughs> the car's all cranky, like... <laughs> but they did a Jersey mix of that song, and I feel like that's even better than that version. That's been on TikTok. This is an OG, I guess. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah, that's a hard. That's ass a hard name. ass name. The Furious Five. Even oh, that. Even the cover, bro. Look at the cover. Super groovy. Damn. That's. That, oh my god. That. Look at that swag on there, bro. Do you know the story behind that song? I don't. Well, this is during the fucking. Fill us in. Fill us in. During, during the fucking Reagan era, and um, this is when like crack started being introduced and shit to the inner city. And so, like, the song is just basically just talking about, like, being in New York and just seeing a bunch of shit going on and just saying, like, that he's tired of it and he wants the shit to kind of change, but everybody likes to beat. And then Ice Cube came along and sampled it, and now no one really remembers the <laughs> <laughs> Which was the song that Ice Cube did with it? Do you remember? Uh, Check Yourself. 
That's the one that's on. That's the one that's that's in San Andreas. Yeah, Radio Los Santos. Dude, I feel like I'd love to live in that world. <laughs> San Andreas was such a fire-ass game. You had a jetpack in that hole, bro. <laughs> Did you ever play it, bro? Mm-hmm. I would You're drive Pokemon, around a lot. Huh? But never, bro. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> no, I kind of just played Guitar Hero and... and um, Hell yeah. I was terrible at Guitar Hero too. The worst. But look at you now. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. You know, I don't believe that. Whenever they said like, if you're good at Guitar Hero, you can play the guitar. Nah. Like, heck <laughs> no. I thought that was true, bro. And I was so bad at Guitar Hero. Like to this day, I yeah probably couldn't play it very well. Let's get personal, bro. When did you start playing guitar? All right. I was like ten years old, ten or eleven years old. And was it a gift? Was it? Nah, my grandpa, because I was living in Ulysses, and my grandpa from my mom's side was like, if you move down to Ark City, I'll show you how to play the guitar. A 10? Yeah, bro. And I was like, dude, that's all the manipulation I needed. Is need. that why you left? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all the manipulation I needed. I left, bro. I left for a year, learned to play the guitar for the church, and then I, I left the church. And I went back to Ulysses, and then my dad bought me one, and then I just never stopped. Because, I mean, your, your family's in music, right? But see, pero no tanto. Like, they didn't play. Like, my dad was in a group, but he, it was always just, like, it was never anything too, too serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody always had that talent, but nobody really, like, tried to make something of it. So I think I was, like, more of the first one that was just, like, dude, I'm going to risk everything and see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's a good risk, man. It's working. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's it takes time. So there's no telling, you know? Todavía. But it's... I know you have the drive, but... No, nah, I think... I know it's going to take time. Like, I just... I need to master patience because that's what I'm running out of. I was going to ask you, like, do you ever just feel like, yeah, what am bro, I doing? I get this esperado all the time. Like, it wasn't even too long ago where I was talking to my parents. I was like, you know what, guys? I'm thinking about just, like, not doing this anymore because mm-hmm. I'm tired of, like, stressing over this stuff. And um, they were like, nah... You can't, like, you need to keep going, whatever, whatever. If it wasn't for my parents, I would probably just have been like, screw it. And not have given it 100%. Do do you put that stress on yourself or is there something, something that stresses you out specifically? Well, okay, like, think about it this way. Because ahorita, I basically put my my life on pause to to try to give this a go. So, I don't work at Viavi anymore. And I'm doing... Viavi was my old job. I used to work at Viavi. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the job I got after college, and I mean, granted, it was it was good. Like I was just working, and I was making music, but it wasn't anything serious, you know. I was just playing, and I was saving up to get a house, and just like regularly ready ready to start my life like normally. And then whenever I decided to do music, I didn't. I had to choose between my job and music because it had gotten to that point of like I didn't have any more time to take off for work. Because I had used that for all for like playing or recording and stuff, so I was like, talk to my parents and like, yeah, go for it. Like, we got we we will help you out if you need it. And so, basically, just put my life on pause to try to get this going. So at times, like, I'm like, dude, like, what if I'm wasting all these years trying to make something and it doesn't happen, and I'm like so far behind? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I still haven't bought my house, like a house I wanted yet. Like, I have other dreams other than music. That I had to put on pause too, you know? So it kind of sucks in a sense because you don't really know if you're wasting your time. You just work hard and hope it pays off. 
And there's a lot of people that it doesn't pay off for, you know? So I don't want to be that person. So I'd work extra harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll see. I don't know. That That's the only downside of this is the uncertainty. Because you do anything else, like you go to the gym a lot, you're going to get bigger. And, you know, you stay dedicated, you do what you need to do. Like it's going to work out for you. And it, it seems like that for a lot of things that you do. But I just feel like with music, it's so unpredictable. You know what I mean? So I that's don't. the only bad thing about it. <laughs> I'm not an artist, bro. Well, I mean, it, it could be anything, you know? Just what What is something you like to do? You like to work on cars, right? You look up stuff on cars and yeah, but I rarely you get do better. It. You get better as time goes on and it pays off if, you know, you put the time and work into it. So you want to believe it's the same thing like that, but it's not that easy. It doesn't always work out like that. That's the only unfortunate thing about it. Well, it's very different because your success not only depends on you, but mm-hmm. it depends on everyone else. Yeah. Whether what you put out. What if it's not promoted? Is oh. something that they're attracted to and yeah. they like and they start listening to you. Like yeah. That. So what if I'm so passionate about it? Because it's different from going yeah. to the gym. You go to the gym. That's just you. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. You see, getting better and too. you'll see results. But in your situation, you can work as hard as you can. As, as hard as you and want. And if it's not it, it's not it. Exactly, yeah. See, that's another thing, too. Like, like I'm saying, it's so uncertain. So you could work, you could be the hardest worker at music, and if you just don't got it, you just don't got it. So it's definitely, it could be stressful. Because there's times where you really, you really think you have it, and there's other times where you don't, you know? And I think I just had one of those times where I was kind of just unsure for a while. And uh, I needed to be, like, slapped around back in place by my parents. Because, yeah, they definitely drive me to, like, push harder or, like, farther, exceed what I'm normally used to and stuff and to risk it. Whenever you feel like that, do you talk to your, like, to talk to your manager or no. do you have, like, a group of people that you talk to? I don't talk to, to her about that kind of stuff. I just talk to my parents, literally. That's about it. Like, we're, we're both really close. So anytime I'm feeling any kind of way, I usually talk to them and they... I mean, I would say they're wise, so they tell me what I need. It was probably what's best. Because, like, why would I give up now, you know? I haven't given myself enough time, and I'm still young, and I don't have anything to lose, you know what I mean? Um, so why not? Dude. Like, if I'm going to fail, like, I'm going to fail hard. Like, hard, like, to where I have nothing, you know, left to give. And even then... If you're already at that point, then why would you still give up? Because you literally have nothing to lose. So I feel like it's more scarier, too, whenever you have so much. That also brings me back, like, I'm grateful, like, I took the chance now because I didn't really have much, you know? So I didn't really have to give up too much. Yeah, I gave up, like, a lifestyle of, like, I financially was really okay. I got to hang out and party with friends all the time. I had no worries as far as that goes but now that i am where i am i don't really party anymore i gave up hanging out with friends going out um being financially like always okay you know what i mean because if you're not playing a lot you're not making money your streams aren't up you're not going to make much so things are very different i and i've given up a lot i've sacrificed so much so at this point it's like like why give up you know like how much worse can it actually be you just got to keep going. I don't think it can get worse. You can't, bro. Like, you I've get- literally given up, like, everything that I used to enjoy. Relationships, too, yeah. is a big thing. I, I can't even date, I feel like, these days. I don't even want to date or even try because it's just, like, I don't have the time. I was going to ask you, like, I don't wise. know how deep you want to get with that because. 
You were dating. Yeah, I was dating somebody. During this. Whenever I first kind of started doing things and... I mean, I have nothing bad to say. But ultimately, I think it's just best for me to be on my own and try to do things, you know, and not try to drag somebody along and put them through certain situations and things where it might make them uncomfortable or things like that. So you can miss special events too, birthdays, yeah. anniversaries. Yeah, bro. I've already missed so many things and like, and I barely like, you know, I'm not even big. So I couldn't imagine like if I was like super popping and I had to miss things and stuff. And imagine having your family that you can't see them and, or your girlfriend or wife, they want you to make it to their birthday. Like, sorry, I can't make it. Like, I have to go play, whatever. But so. I, I feel like um, you see this a lot with um, people who do make it. Mm-hmm. Is that they didn't have much to lose. Yeah. And that's why they took the risk and just put yeah. everything into it. And it worked out yeah. in the end. See, I see that a lot, too. And I, and I think about that, too. And I'm like, well, I have to be grateful because there are other people that we're in way worse situations that made it happen. So um, it's okay to go crazy a little bit sometimes, you know, like mentally just like unsure and stuff. That's okay. But I think it is also good to have people around you that are kind of like make you more level-headed when you need it for sure. Because it would be different if you did have, you know, let's say if you were married. Yeah. You know, if you were married and you started doing this, maybe you wouldn't be as far along as you are now because you would have given up a long yeah. time ago. You would have said, you know what, this is taking too long. Yeah. This isn't worth it. I have to take care of my wife yeah. or whatever. Um, like, I equate, uh, I think of a lot of stuff in, like, uh, soccer terms. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of soccer Explain players that, soccer. that uh, <laughs> like, uh, they leave their home country when they're, like, 10, to 11 years old to go join a soccer team. Yeah. And it fucking pays out in the end. They're, yeah. like, these huge guys. Rather than, you know, if you're living a comfortable lifestyle and yeah. you have everything you need. And it's like, you know, the risk isn't really worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, you don't you don't know. As long I mean, you could just work as hard as you can, right? And if the time is right and it's and it's your time and you get there, you already have the drive. You I mean you you know you work hard and stuff. And that's a good thing about progressing slowly, is like you take each step. So whenever you finally get there, like you're already built for that. A lot of people that are just like one hit or they, they come up overnight. They can't handle that stuff, and a lot of the times, I think that's why you don't hear about a lot of people that hit really quickly, and then you know you don't really hear hear about them too much anymore because they they weren't built for it yet. The, the one hit wonders. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's trusting the process, which I mean, I'm kind of impatient already, so <laughs> it's definitely testing me. So how 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 far along are you since you like? Actually started taking it seriously. One year. Okay. One year, no mas. Which one year is nothing, you know? Yeah, one year is not too much. Um, the music that I made this year compared to what I was making last year is so crazy different. Like, so much better. Um, so, I can't, I can't imagine what two to three years is going to be like. Especially if I still stayed, like, dedicated and grinded it out. Yeah, it's going to be wild. That makes me excited to, like, go through it all again. Like, continue to go through it just to see where I may end up. Because technically, if we're looking at things from the analytics-wise, like, so much has gotten better, right? Um, I probably have, like, like across all platforms, like, probably over 3 million streams. And 
whenever I first started, I think I had maybe less than a hundred thousand, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's just like, well, I mean, if I'm looking at things like the right way, yeah, things have gotten better. It's just, yeah, it's just going to take a little bit of time. So that's what I was trying to bring up. Cause you were saying that you were feeling stressed. Yeah. But sometimes there's like a good stress yeah. where it's you putting that stress on yourself because yeah. you see you see the growth that you've made in a year. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like imagine five years. Yeah. You know? Healthy stress. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah. I mean, it's stress that you want to su- succeed. I mean, I wouldn't say it's really unhealthy. I mean, it is unhealthy for you, right? You stress too much. It's not good to stress so much, but it's more of like you have like this desire to be so successful and like just to be better than you were before that it can kind of get to you, you know? You can kind of drive yourself crazy. Um, so, yeah, that is weird. Have I you ever say. cried over this shit? <laughs> I think so, truly, yeah. I I mean, sometimes, I wouldn't say sometimes. I think it's like one time, like I really like got emotional. I was like, dude, like what the fuck am I doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, is this shit even going to be worth it? Like, I've given up so much. I've sacrificed so much. Like, dude, like, yeah. You question so much sometimes. And it's like, sometimes you get emotional because you want to be, like, so great. Like, you know, like, you you feel like you know you have what it takes and stuff. And it's just not happening yet. It's not your time. And that's, like, so, like, frustrating. Especially whenever you hear mid-albums. You're like, dude, my album sounds so much better than yours. How are you, like... Yeah. Not my first album for sure, but <laughs> I feel that way about my second album. Like now that it's completed and I listen to it sometimes and I hear somebody's new album, I'm like, dude, like, how are you guys popping? Like who? Name drop. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So how do you get out of that, that hole? Um, friends. Cause I know a lot of people, I mean, I want to say I know, but there's people that just go to drugs, you know, <laughs> drinking. Uh, Drinking doesn't work for me that way. Um, I go visit my friends, or I'll go to golfing. Take a little break. Yeah, or I will play Xbox at night with you know you guys. Or sometimes I go visit my dad. Like for me, that's that's my stress reliever. Cause going out and going and getting drunk and it just doesn't I feel work that for just me. make you more emotional. Yeah, it makes me feel like shit. I get bad group like hangovers, so that wouldn't help at all. And yeah. Girls don't help for that either. So it's, I mean, you kind of want to try to go about things healthier too, you know? You don't want to get into any bad habits. So I've always been really like strong-minded and really good with that stuff. So if I'm really feeling overwhelmed, I'll just go visit somebody. Like I went and saw Javi for like a week or two one time because I was so stressed out. I was like, dude, I just need to leave. So I didn't have any gigs or nothing. And I got all my stuff done that I needed to. And I just went and hung out with him and boarded. Went to Emma. Yeah, and just hung out, just talked to him, and we went out a couple times, drank some beers, told some lies, and um, I came back, and I felt so good. Like, I was like, dude, that's exactly what I needed. Yep. But I can't always do that, though. You know, I can't always run somewhere else whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like, I feel like I need to find something within myself. I think that's golf for me now. Like, it's so, like, nobody's there. It's you versus you. You have you're not looking at your phone. You're so like concentrated on what you're doing. Like for those couple hours, like you don't care about anything. Shit, That's I mean, great. We got another golfer in the room yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Who's the other golfer? Is it behind the computer? I played one tournament. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> oh, that's, I've never played a tournament, so that's. 
Dirty she dude. might give you a run for your money, bro. I played one tournament. <laughs> I hope you're better. That way you can help me out because I'm I'm not too great. I got my ass whooped. No, it's okay. <laughs> you have a good swing. I've never. I want to see <laughs> you play. Yeah, you're gonna have to show us some stuff. Just because people go golf doesn't mean they're good. That's mm-hmm. me right there. I'm I'm ass. <laughs> I'm so but ass. It's peaceful though, no? Yeah, it's still peaceful. You're out in nature. You're getting some sun. Yeah. You're walking. Bro, I haven't been so excited to be outside since Megan released music. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny or no? It was pretty funny. Because you know how girls would be like, I'm outside or whatever. And they're listening to all that music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bad joke. Bad joke. But made sense. Yeah, we're, we're not a good, good jokes thirst here because I get shit on for my jokes. So was that really bad? Was that really bad? (laughs) No, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I don't know. Not a bad. Get off his dick, dude! Whoa! (laughs) What the? I hear you. I hear complimented on the joke, bro. I hear. Yeah, I hear you roast his jokes, and I'm over there laughing, and then I stop because you're like, (laughs) that wasn't funny, and I'm like, damn, like I thought it was funny. I'm all hurt. You should do stand up then, Omar. Nah. Ooh, I want to see Omar do stand up. That would be funny. About thirty right? minutes. <laughs> no, no. Damn, I thirty minutes. I want to get a minute. Thirty minutes. That's set. insane. I could probably get together a minute. A minute. Set? <clears throat> no, not on. You want to do a minute on, on the, the bud? No, no. <laughs> That's hard. Huh? Do you want to know anything about us? I mean, you you're meeting these people for the first time. Um, <laughs> have I ever played Xbox with you? Probably like four or something. Are you a forter? No, I mean back in the day, yeah. Probably. Played for with us. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, while back. Did we not play Minecraft <laughs> together? Yeah, it was Minecraft because you started that XP farm like out by the water, and we were like, "Who was it? Like? Was it Weezy's map?" Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Me. Yeah, yeah. Because he just got always, on one day. Oh, like, it was it was the kelp farm. You got straight. Yeah. To I remember. It. <laughs> yes. He just wanted extra. Have a house. We were we had like houses on mountains and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that was you. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. I had the really nice, fancy house. Mm. <laughs> no, that was on my map. Which o- Omar one? built a house and like... In the mountain? No, you remember that big map that I made? And I think my brothers were on it too. Mm-hmm. Where... I don't know. It was like the first day and Omar was building a house and I like stood in front of it and it was like not symmetrical at all. <laughs> Dude, I can't remember it was like that. a block off on one side. <laughs> it looks so dumb. Dude, we had to stop playing on that map because somebody started stealing product from me. <laughs> I thought it was bro. Omar. I was like, uh, hell no! I always hit my diamond. I was a head honcho on that thing for diamond. Like me and Shay, one of my friends, like we would go on diamond runs every night. Mm-hmm. Like we were so religious on that. And like I had a chest full of diamond, bro, and I just started noticing a stack would go missing every once in a while. Damn, a whole stack, <laughs> bro! I'm I mean, you. I steal like one every now and Dude, then. Damn, like, damn. Well, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it was me. I'm saying that I would. Yeah, I was so hyped because, like, I mean, I was going through right, almost filling up a chest, and I started. I noticed one of my stacks just went gone after I came back from run. I was like, dude. I started questioning everybody. Everybody's like, no, like, you're crazy. <laughs> That's probably Josh. And then another time, like, soon after that, another stack went missing. I was like, dude, I'm done playing with you guys. <laughs> like, all this Logs hard off. work, bro. And I stopped playing on that room. It's crazy how Minecraft could really fuck up some friendships like that, yeah. huh? And then everybody started blowing each other's houses up and stuff. <laughs> God. Is that realm still up? It's still up. But Is my house still there? 
Yeah, I see your house every once in a while whenever I get on. <laughs> are your product is your product there? Uh, that's another question. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I know my diamonds are deep underground. I, I hit them. Oh, you have them hidden. I know huh? where your diamonds are. Where? They're not deep underground. Where? <laughs> I can't say. You can say now. It's an old ass realm. It's behind. It's behind one of your walls in a chest. It's one chest. <laughs> Which wall? You didn't have many diamonds it's a, then. It's a left I wall, have, right? It's just one chest. Huh? I think it. I don't remember. I know. I bet if I got on, I could find your diamond, because you showed me though. Oh, okay. I did have a, a few stacks. I, what? I, I would put the diamonds in my inventory and then log off because uh, <laughs> keep them on your you person. You can't grab them. Yeah. Or yeah, the other, them. what is that thing? The oh, the nether chest. Yeah. Mm. See, now I got hella nether chest, but yeah, thieves. Yeah, that's a good way thieves. to hide your diamonds <laughs> for anyone out there wondering. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> bro, it's because like stupid ass game. I. Like I know. I remember you showed us a Snapchat, and literally everyone's just fucking playing. Were they playing together? Yeah. Oh my god, wow. that, that would that's be hard, lit. bro. In math yeah. class, bro, that is hard. To be fair, it was not my actual math class. We have this random class that's like thirty minutes long, where we're supposed to teach him about college and shit. I don't do shit in that class, <laughs> so like, I'll, I'll just college. you don't need it. I just tell him just do your homework. Believe me alone. Um, do they stink? No, thankfully not. Um, well, at least not my kids. Um, but, yeah, one day I was, like, t- telling them to do their work, and everyone took their computer out, and I was like, oh, what did I say right? Because y'all You're are actually happy. listening to me. And then I went to my desk, and, like, the students sit facing away from me, so I see all of their computers, and, like, half of the kids were playing Minecraft, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? And I went to record them, and, yeah, everyone was playing Minecraft, and... They want me to take my Switch so I can play with them. You know what would be hard? <laughs> if you had a class in Minecraft. Bro. I could do that. Because you could seen, set up the, yeah. what are they called? The signs? You signs, could, yeah. You could set up, you could set up like a, you could, oh, bro, this would be so fucking tough. <laughs> I'd, I'd be in this classroom too, shit. You make a, you make a little classroom, right? And you put a sign. And you'll, you'll put some math equations. And then each student has their own sign. And they have little desks and shit, oh. and then they write their their sign because the, you, you you can only edit it like once, right? Sometimes, so you, they they have to put their answer, and then you go walk around the signs <laughs> and fucking see their work. That's true. They would want to learn, but there's gonna be a little terrorist in there with TNT, just ruin all the fun. <laughs> Somebody's gonna fuck up the class. Oh, you gotta, <laughs> is there restrictions you can put for shit like that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what what you, what you gotta do is make it a game. Carry a uh, a very powerful bow. Whoever <laughs> the flame power five. Whoever gets the wrong answer gets killed, and then you just keep going until there's only one person, and they get a prize or whatever. They get like another another right another pickaxe. armor. <laughs> I meant something in real life, but yeah, sure. I can't uh. play Minecraft, so I'm just gonna take you, and I'm gonna tell you what I want you to do. It's all yeah, look, like you you sign into her switch, you go mine, and you get another right armor, and then you be like, all right, if you guys win. Whoever gets the right answer gets this full set of armor right here. I mean, that's a long process, but yeah, I'll, I'll do it. That'd be tough. Yeah, give him a. He can switch to peaceful, or I can switch to creative yeah, and, do and it. get yeah, all yeah. the prizes for him. Yeah. Oh, that'd be damn. That'd what's be hard. The, as fuck. What's the flying thing? The elytra. Elytra. Oh, the elytra. I love the elytras. <laughs> I remember when that when they first added it to the game, people hated it because they thought it was going to ruin the game, which it kind of did for a while. But at first, they didn't figure it out with the fireworks, did they? No, they didn't know. So, Nobody yeah, knew. that's probably why. Yeah. 
Because once you get them fireworks, oh, you're fucking zooming. I hate starting a new world because I don't have an elytra. Like, damn, I got to walk? What the fuck? All poor, huh? I don't want to walk. Yeah. I want to fly there. Have you ever, What was it when we went to... I think it's after you fight the dragon in that world. Uh, yeah, those, the end. Ships, yeah. And you were just zooming around in your elytra. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, your that. totem of undying. Ooh. Yeah. You were unstoppable, bro. You were a god at that point, honestly. I, I am a god at that game, bro. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Why would you lie? Exactly. No, I'm I'm pretty good at that game. One of my, uh, one of my kids was really upset with me because during that class, they had to do, like, this one assignment that I, that, like, this one time I actually needed to work on something. And so I told them, and then I caught one kid playing Minecraft. And I had specifically told them, no one should be playing right now. Just finish it, and then you can play. But this one kid never listens to me. And was then he, Was he a little, a little bean? Yeah. Um, and so I told him, like, if I catch you, I'm going to take your computer away. You're going to have to do this assignment by hand. And he did, and I caught him, and I closed it. And he was really upset. He's like, I just died, and I lost all my loot. And he was just, like, super heated. And I'm like, I told Dude, that you. That shit will ruin your I day. You. That shit will ruin your month. So he probably hates me for this week. He'll be fine. Hell yeah, I'd hate you. <laughs> he just lost everything. The worst is dying in the end. <laughs> yeah, because you... How the fuck are you going to get back over there? <laughs> <laughs> you have to build your way across the bridges? And then the, the end portal is fucking far as fuck Exactly, sometimes. yeah. God. That's in, the worst. In the nether? What are you talking about? In the end? Where you go to fight... The, have you fought the uh-uh. dragon yet? Uh, no, you don't I'm play still getting game. my funds up, bro. I'm still getting my funds up. I got like a chest full of uh, emerald because I built a, a library, and mm-hmm. I started tr- trading with all the. I got. I'm getting all the books right now. Um, by the time do I you have them there, trapped in a little area? I have a literally built a library for them. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so, I just know. stick mine in like a two by two square, and I just I just keep them there. Them, right? Yeah. Yeah. The villagers. We have a HSA, a person on the game, where he goes through and says you can't have like this looking like this and stuff. What the fuck's an HSA? Home Inspector Association or something? Oh, uh, HOA. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Homeowners same, Association. Yeah, same, same what bullshit. What the fuck? Yeah. A HSA, I'm like, isn't that the savings thing? That it might be. <laughs> home savings. your HOA? Javi? <laughs> Javi? Javi's a dictator, bro. Javi's really? a dictator, bad to this day. So you need to have something like a certain Like he'll way. go through it like, oh, you're building something, and he'll go through and be like, like okay, damn, let me see your plumbing, let me see your foundation. Your and plumbing? <laughs> like, hey, you didn't grow enough wheat this week. Yeah. You owe us so much diamond or so much. Yeah. So he he was trying to do that in the realm with Wheezy. Mm. He just came in and just decided he ran shit. So it was, it was really getting a fast horse. <laughs> I hung his horse up. <laughs> Did by you lava have a bed. fast horse? The fuck no, my shit was slow <laughs> as hell. He had a fast horse, and and then you remember, I think they took it away. But remember, you could crossbreed and then make faster horses. Yeah, they took that yeah. away, right? I think they did. Yeah, because I remember you were trying to because they would fast make the horses, horses. Yeah, the horses would be insanely fast. Like and now, fast. now they they're randomized, so you can't make fast horses with your fast horse. I still have my fast ones, pork, <laughs> in hopes they making a faster one. You know what pissed me off, too, is when people would steal my cows, bro. Because I tried to make a cow farm next to the house. And I think Josh was looking for meat one time. <laughs> so they came to my house. And I came and I came to the... I, one day I got on, I went to go check my farm, and I only had baby cows, bro. So I was like, where the fuck are the big ones? Wait, did he breed those cows, or did you no, do I that? bred them. Oh, he didn't even breed the ones before he yeah, killed them? He, Damn. So I had to go get some fucking... What's that? Bone, uh, bone meal? And I had to grow them again. 
Somebody took care of that of Josh. Unfortunately, they blew his house up lava. Like <laughs> it was easy, huh? I don't know who it was. Don't, don't lie, bro. How am I supposed to know? There's only like three other people in that. There, there was a lot. There was Joe Angel, you, Zach, me, Josh, Shay, Javi. Dan was Lewis, in there too. Dan, Wig. There's a community in there for sure. <laughs> Italia, my sister, was building. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember she would come into your room. She's like, Can you help me bake this? Mm-hmm. Was she on a switch? She was on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Minecraft is just. It brings people together, bro. That's the best game they've ever made. Like, it's a timeless game. Yep, yep. It's never going to go away. It's like AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my favorite thing was going into a temple, the underwater temples, and get the sponges. Because sponges were hard to get, bro. Fuck. Did you ever get sponges? Damn. Because I know there's two temples around that realm. Super fucking close. But I needed that damn, uh, that potion. For, the potion because the fucker would always slow you down. Yeah. It's supposed to be if you drink milk, it'll go away, but they took that off. But it's, no, no, it does take it away, but he'll just do it again, like, immediately. Mm. So. Man. <laughs> Those are the days. Just my review to Minecraft. It's Minecraft okay. talk? <laughs> it's fun, though, right? It's my favorite. You got any more questions, Summer? I, I wanted you to have hella questions because I know you like music, so. Oh, I did. I know that you guys are pressed for time, though, so I was just going to. No, we're still good. Um, we got a solid. A juicy one. We got give a solid a ju- 10. The juiciest one. <laughs> when was the last time you said the N-word? No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm okay, kidding. good. I didn't want to answer. <laughs> like 48 hours. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm trying to think of when I said it last time. Don't, don't think about that. I'm just kidding. Let's move on, please. Um, it's like zero days since saying the N word, dude. We should have that, you know, because you know they have like work accidents, like five, oh, fifty yeah. days since last work accident. We should have one for the N word. When was the last time you said it, Omar? Shit, I haven't heard say Omar it. say it in a long time. I don't even remember ever you saying it. Honestly, good. I'm. That's nice to hear, babe. Vamante, fuck, you couldn't get it out of that. One. <laughs> Gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I try not to say that, but it was just in our vocabulary, you know. Thank you. It Canceled. was in our vocabulary. What do you say? Thank you. Saying thank and you I'm not saying it's a good thing, and I'm not trying to. You know what I mean? I think it's better if we don't say it. I think it's better if nobody says it. Me personally, but you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what I think, right? I grew up saying it. I mean, yeah, we know, Lewis. And you're a gang banging too. So. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was your question? No, it wasn't oh. for real. It I was dead ass. That wasn't my question. That's a funny um, one though. I was gonna ask you about um more of the stuff when it comes to with the the stress and stuff because what I hear what I was hearing you saying is like stuff that I kind of, it reminds me of me, especially when it comes to like wanting to be an artist in some kind of way. But it's like it's almost like because we have to make a living, that's the part that makes it more stressful. Because, it, like, do you think that that's the part? Because if it wasn't money involved, would you be as stressed as you as you are now? Because you have to like depend on that as for to live. See, I feel like I mean, obviously, like money is important, and that does stress me out too. But 
sometimes I'm okay with money and I'm still stressing, you know? Sometimes you might have a really good time as far as financials go and you're still stressed because whenever you want to be somebody, it's not about the money anymore. And that, when I first started, you know, it wasn't about the money at all because I was already making money from my job. So I, I didn't care about money. It was just like I just wanted to be something. And I just didn't want to be somebody. I just I want to be the best, you know, like I want. I'm not going to do this just to be good. Like you I'm doing this. Impact. Yeah, I want to be huge. Like I want your kids to show up from school and be like, hey, I, I heard this song today. You I'm going to be like, <laughs> show my kid and be like. I went to high school with this guy. You got to listen to his music. I want people to lie and say, yeah, I knew him in high school. We were good friends. You know, that's, I want that. No, I'm going to lie on my ass. I'm going to be like, hey, <laughs> me and this guy were best friends. <laughs> I taught him how to play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually set him up with this label. It's a crazy story. No, but I mean, yeah, money, money's always going to be add on the extra stress, but. I think the desires is more important. That's and you know that whenever you have the money and you're still like, you know, wanting to do better. Yep. More Does money, help more problems. No. Yeah, yeah. More money, more problems. I don't believe that at all, bro. I don't no? either. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Hell no. Dude. You give I know me someone. a dollar. What I are you going to do with that? Okay. I'll, I know exactly what I'm, what I'm going to do. Okay. All right. First off, um, I'll probably save it, <laughs> and I'll probably buy a house to flip it. Cause, I mean, like I said, I don't have a wife or kids or nothing. And for me right now, everything's just strictly business. So, I would just invest it in 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 real estate. Cause for me, that's always been one of my other dreams is like to do real estate and flip houses and stuff. So, I would just reinvest all my money into myself all the time. Until it came to the point where I was like, I don't need to do this anymore. Nah, bro, that shit's real. I know someone. I'm not going to go spend a bag on some dumb shit. No, no, no. I know someone who's doing, has more than me, right? And they make more. But they're in the same boat because they have just that much more responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Me, I only pay rent and bills. Mm -hmm. And whatever I have left, I can spend on me, right? They make more, but they got to pay mortgage they got to pay a car note they got to pay insurance they got to pay for someone else so they end up with the same amount as money as i have just extra zeros but that's job based on the way you live he doesn't yeah. need to have a car note you, they pick yeah. your po- you pick your poison for exactly sure. but yeah. that's what comes with money because you have you the money to. and you're like oh well i can afford a 2017 car well so i think you should it. only say i can afford a 2017 car if you know you can pay for it without right then and there it you know Becoming and stress you stressing you. you. Yeah. 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 See, I'm not like, like I have like my, like I have a dream car that I want to buy, right? It's nothing too crazy. And I, I think it's affordable even to somebody who, I mean, made some pretty decent money now. So I'm not going to go and like fuck off and spend a fuck ton of money where I'm like stressing. Like it's never been me. Like I think I will always be s- kind of tight with money. You know, like I always tell myself, do I need it? Do I need it? Most of the time, I don't need it, so I don't do it. Yeah, you sold your sweater the other day. I sold my hoodie. <laughs> what? Just to make Peaks. a quick buck. I bought it for sixteen dollars. Sold it for forty-five. You sold it off your back? Off my back. Oh my god! This girl, tell the story. Tell this, the story. This girl liked it, and she said, "Hey, my boyfriend likes the Chiefs. Where'd you get it?" 
And Omar's wonderful telling the truth self was like, limited edition hoodie, can't find it anywhere. I was like, she's like, how much did you buy it for? I was like, $70. I lied as well. And she's like, wow. I was like, I know, right? And then she was like, uh, how much would you sell it for? And I was like, well, shoot me an offer. And she said 30 And I was like, you know what? I'll do 30 And then she came back, and I was like, you know what? I don't think 30 is enough. I was like, 50 bucks. And then she's like, I can't do 50 And then he was like, 45 and then she reached out her hand, like, reached out for my hand, like we were like Amish, and we shook mm-hmm. hands. And I just took my sweater off, and she sniffed it, and she's like, "You know, this this will work." <laughs> we hyped the fuck out of that sweater, bro. Yeah, we we're entrepreneurs for sure. <laughs> it, it has a badge because it's a, it's an authentic chief sweater, but it has oh, a, it has a badge right here on the on the where your hand the the pocket. And I told her, I was like, see, that's a limited edition badge. Like, the badge is right there. It's one of, it has one of some whatever. It just fucking said it was certified or some shit. And she wasn't paying attention. I was like, yeah, like, you can't find this anywhere. And at first, I thought she heard him because he said, he's like, oh, I got it at Academy. But he really got it, like, at Ross. I got it at TJ Maxx, like, two (laughs) weeks ago or a week ago for 16 bucks, bro. And now that it's cold, I'm regretting it. That is the only sweater he brought. (laughs) That is the only thing I brought. But now you can buy two. I probably won't buy one now. I mean, that gave you a tank of gas. <laughs> yep, it did. It did. <laughs> okay. And free food. That was Good. funny. She's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend has his room full of cheap stuff. And I want to get him that. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, are you going to wash it? Cause well, why'd, like, she, why'd she sniff it? Because I said it smelled great. Oh, okay. But <laughs> she should wash it because she doesn't want her boyfriend to smell like you. another man's cologne. He's going to sniff it out, too. He's like, where the fuck did you get this? Yeah, for sure. Hopefully she washes it before she gives it to him. Usually people are supposed to do stuff like that. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Hopefully what? Did. What's going on over there, huh? A little smiley, little little, little saw, ear talk. Uh, I, heard that. <laughs> no, I, thought she, I thought she was going to ask something, but. Uh, well. Well, I have one more question before All we right. wrap up. Let's go. Since you were just saying, you know, that you have desires to be the best and stuff. What is... What does it take for you to to be like, you know what? I made it. This is, I, I did what I wanted to accomplish. That one's hard. Because I feel like you can always be better, right? Like you could always do better than you did before. Um, I think it just like you probably reach a, a point in your life where you look around and you're like, dude, like I've taken care of everything. Like I've done so much. My family's okay. I'm okay. I can give back to people, you know. And I don't even feel like playing music anymore. I think that's when you realize you're like, dude, I'm like, I don't even have to do this anymore. I don't even feel like it. So I'm, you know, I'm done with it. No, I think that's when fun. you know. Yeah. You know, whenever you don't even feel like you don't even have to do it anymore. That's when you've made it. Cause you're just like, I mean, what, what more do I need? Mm-hmm. Maybe it comes to a point where you just want to spend your time with family and stuff because they've probably sacrificed so much that they didn't get to spend a lot of time with their family. So once you get to that point where you can start having a lot of free time and liberty, that seems like, you know, you probably did pretty well for yourself. And a Grammy, even though the Grammy (laughs) system is, the Grammy is very rigged. I learned that this year, but I still want a Grammy for sure. A Latin Grammy? Both. A Premio, a Latin Grammy, and English Grammy. I want to be on the billboard. BET award? dude. I want to be on everything. (laughs) You know what? I wouldn't mind. (laughs) Did Omar to, tell you I did a, a song with, um, what's his name? Gunna? No, almost. <laughs> Gunna? Gosh, I can't believe I'm, I'm forgetting this. It was Chopped and Screwed. 
Yeah, the guys from Houston. Uh, was it Chop Not Slop? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was OG Ron C. So that was that was cool. They chopped up your whole your whole they album. They chopped up my my e- uh, my song in Mikopa, which was cool because I was on some some radio stations of hip hop music on Sirius XM or whatever it's called. So I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. That's sick. I wouldn't. That's better. You kind of that's cool. Like whenever you collaborate with people, you end up on different in different places, and mm-hmm. you never really know where you can go. You probably never bet. You know, you probably never thought you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna no, be on a rap station." Never. So, yeah, that's cool. It's more exposure. You're probably like, what the hell is this? Well, before we bring out the special surprise, do you got any features with anybody, or do you want to feature with anybody? Nah. Dream feature <laughs> if you could choose anybody. I have features coming out on my album, but I guess that's more of a surprise for me. Um dream feature in English. I will, I've always wanted to do uh hip hop music. Like I've always wanted to be a hook artist for hip hip hop songs. I feel like I could do that, no problem. Um Rosalia, you know who Rosalia mm-hmm. is? Dude, yeah, I fucking bad. love her voice. I would love to do a song with her. Um and just some Spanish artists like Jos Favela would have to be one. Um, it's probably about it. Yeah. Good. That's good. I'm. I'm not saying I wouldn't do features with other people, but you know, they. Those are like my ultimate. Like, I would feel really cool. About having you feel those. accomplished. Yeah. When you said the features from your album are a surprise to you. Does that mean you don't know who no, they are? No, I know are? who they are. It's like more a surprise for oh, okay, people. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. Can you say how many features you have on it? Three. How many songs total? 11, I think. It's not bad. I think it's 11. I'm not sure. 11 or 10. Because I know there was possibly going to be 12, but I might have taken a song out. So somewhere around there. And how many music videos do you plan on doing with this album? I don't even... Right now, I have none mm-hmm. scheduled for them. I think we're going to just wait. Because we're waiting on some other stuff. Um, yeah, and I can't really talk about that either. So, yeah, I guess we'll just see. I think I think whenever everything has a finalized date and it's set to fall through, I'm going to kind of be in Chinga, like, you know, doing videos and things like that. Which I don't mind. It keeps me busy. So I guess we'll see. Well, we'll try to have you again right before the release so you can get some more publicity on it. Mm-hmm. Tell some lies on it. Have a beer. Have, tell some lies. Yep, yep, yep. Well, um, we do have a special surprise for you guys. You want to go get set up? You know, we usually end off with music, songs of the week. Well, Monte was here and I was like, well, what if you bless us? With the little performance. Mont is like, nah, I'm shy. <laughs> and he's like, nah, I, I can do it. So instead of songs of the week, we're going to have a song. I don't know how many he's going to do, but for sure at least one. Maybe half. Who knows? Half of a song? I think the whole song would be too boring, no? Nah, three minutes? I don't know. I mean, I mean we, span isn't that great. when we do songs, we do three each at like two minutes. So, you know. You're already doing less than what we do. Can you guys hear this fine? 
I was going to put the mic on the guitar, so. Um, yeah, ending off. Mont's going to give us a little sample of, is it going to be a new song? Is it unreleased, or what's it going to be? I'm going to play a song that I just wrote. Ooh, that fresh. That is not set to be released anytime soon, because I don't want to play anything off my new album yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I can do as far as that stuff goes, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm just unsure what's going to happen. You got a name for this song? Couple months. Uh, in English, it's called I Waited for You. And in Spanish, it's Yo te espere. Yeah. All right, guys. Turn up the sound, man. I showed I showed Omar this song yesterday. I was crying. So it was fun. <laughs> I need everybody to close their eyes (laughs) and just imagine whatever. La fuente de deseo se está secando de realizar que eso no se puede ser me está drenando Esta es la última vez que te estoy dedicando El resto de la botella que voy terminando Yo te esperé Yo te esperé, pero nada ha cambiado y me estoy desesperando. Yo te esperé, yo te esperé, pero tengo que intentarlo dejarte en el pasado Esta es la última vez que te estoy marcando Aunque te había dicho un montón de veces que te estoy olvidando Yo te esperé Yo te esperé, pero nada ha cambiado y me estoy desesperando. Yo te esperé, yo te esperé, pero Dejarte en el pasado. Oh, oh, oh.
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, that was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Maria's emotional right now. That's a that is um I don't even know what to say about that. But that is um I'm grateful for the reaction. She's been listening to a lot of your music. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Monte blessed us. He blessed your guys' ears. Make sure to tune into the album. Damn, my nose is getting runny, bro. I think I'm fucking tearing up. Thank you guys for listening. Everybody say bye. Bye. Adios. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Monte, for coming. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you guys. Summer. Lois. We're going to have you back again. Lois. Everybody from Kansas calls me that. I'm sorry. Or if you're wheezy, he calls me low ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Later. Bye.